about everything So many things that we can explore Documented in a series of podcasts I'm not sure what we're doing this for Flat 29's big book of everything Then all the textbooks cause they're obsolete It's our attempt to rewrite history By making podcasts every Hi, I'm Dan. I'm Charlie. And I'm Rich. And we're collectively known as Flat 29. Each episode, we add a new chapter to our big book of everything, gradually building up a comprehensive guide to everything in and around our universe. This is chapter 66, Le Restaurant. You gonna say it normally, Dan? No. <laughs> Do you want me to? I mean, I, I don't know how to say the word because I say restaurant. But is that right? Is it restaurant? Well, I think restaurant? it's actually. Restaurant? I think it's actually a word of French origin. Ah. I feel. I feel like it is. So I feel like that is correct what I said What's... if wanky <laughs> I think it is like <laughs> something a dickhead Ponty bastard. <laughs> but, but also technically correct it's like how my mum when we were growing up would only ever call breadsticks grissini because that's what they're called in Italy grissini it's like mum is a breadstick I mean, but that's like saying carrot sticks are only ever going to be called crudite. Is that what they're called? I didn't even know that. Yeah, I love a crudite. Guys, this is classic restaurant chat. Well, it's, we start, it's diced, we... diced vegetables you can put into a dip is crudite. Is it? What, any diced veg? Yeah. I mean, like ones that cut into sticks that you can then, you know... That's another that good thing. word to, like, get a rap going. Crudite. Crudite. <laughs> crudite. Go on, then. I mean, so far you're just saying crudite. Yeah, but you know he's going to rhyme crudite with day at some point in about how it makes his day. Actually, no, I'm singing it's a lovely day. Crudite. 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 <laughs> Look, we should probably explain what this podcast is before we carry on too much longer. Yes. <laughs> Why bother? I mean, <laughs> I, mean I think we've stage. said it all. We've said it all, but just as a quick recap, like a previously on section... In this podcast, we are going to come up with some problems, questions, concerns, issues, worries that we have about the field of restaurants. We've been thinking about it. We've got some worries. We want to share them with the group. It's kind of like therapy. But unlike therapy, we will give each other some answers to try and win points and assign a winner, which doesn't often happen in a therapy session. And so we're going to, uh, over the course of 29 minutes, Take it in turns to put out some questions, decide the winner for each little section. Does this make sense? Yeah, I think it yeah. makes sense. I'll press on. <laughs> and at the end of it, there will be a winner. Is that vaguely clear? Yes. With that in mind, if there's going to be a winner, there'd better be a prize. So, Rich, what kind of prize are we going to have for this restaurant-based quiz what you will win is a very fancy set of salt and peppers that yeah. are voice activated that hook into <laughs> right. like the smart things technology yeah. so yeah. you say pepper 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 and yeah. the pepper comes out 
yeah. sort, sort, sort. But like you kind of... Is it three times for one serving or for three? That I need to road test that because okay. obviously this doesn't exist yet, but it okay. will <laughs> and right. the winner okay. will receive it. So yeah, oh, wow. I mean, probably just, you know, one, if you say pepper, yeah, you don't want it to just trigger it by mistake. Yeah, so you right. probably got to say it like twice to get okay. one pepper, three <laughs> times to get double serving of pepper. Could get or is it going to be in? But is it going to be in multiples? So four would get you two servings, or is it just anything upwards of two is counted individually? I think just the more you say it, you'll get exponential amounts of pepper. <laughs> exponential. What? Well, so each time it's like squared. So like by the time you say it four times, you're getting like a thousand peppers. Yeah. If you do it, You've if you do really that with careful. a salt, you'll probably have a heart attack on. <laughs> Yeah. Immediately. So two questions. One, is it an automatic grinder? And two, does it have a light? <laughs> weird question. <laughs> weird I want question. to see how much pepper I have on my food. <laughs> What's this, a torch? Have you never seen those automatic combi? grinders that have a light built into them? No. Oh, yeah, you're I have. Out. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. got that, mate. All nice. of that. Okay. It's got everything you can think of. Are you going to make this, Rich? Because you're overcommitting, I think. I think it probably exists. I think it's like one Amazon search away from reality. <laughs> okay, all right. Which is the name <laughs> of my new book. Okay. <laughs> how, to, how to live your dreams the rich green way. <laughs> what we should probably do is assign... We should have a button to press to start the quiz. Now, Rich, I wonder if you've got a restaurant-themed button that you can smash what I've got, to begin the quiz. I've got um, a fried egg. <laughs> okay. And well. I'm going to push my finger into the... Um, the albumen. albumen. Yeah, yeah, the <laughs> yeah. albumen. Not even, you're not going to break the yolk to start it. I'm going to break the egg to start it, but that will make an underwhelming non-noise. <laughs> what kind of noise? What, a little squish? Sort of like, I don't know. I can't okay. even describe that. I mean, well, I where guess... does the sound designer go for, you know? <laughs> I think you're the sound designer, aren't you? <laughs> no, no, that's a problem. So I guess what will happen, listener, is you'll see in a minute when Rich says go, we'll see what sound effect he chooses to drop in to uh, to represent that I think happening. instead of the sound effect, I might just say the albumin has been compromised. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Can you put like an alert sound behind that? Like, <laughs> ah, ah, ah. can we yeah. not just have somebody shouting waiter? <laughs> and it, look, we're discussing this button too much. <laughs> Let's just press it. Rich, press your great big egg now. The albumin has been compromised. Um, you, many restaurants that you will go to are themed around regions of the world. So you might go for an Indian restaurant or an Italian restaurant and they will have food themed around that region. But in 2019, basically everything's accounted for at this stage, isn't it? We've got all of the various different regions. We've discovered the whole world and all the different food in it. So we need some new restaurant themes. After we've run out of regions in the world, where are we going to go next? I think we're going to go increasingly into fusion restaurants, but like inappropriate okay. fusions. 
coming. Give me an inappropriate fusion. <laughs> so you're going to end up with like Mexican-Ukrainian, which I haven't worked out what the contract, <laughs> yeah, which would the, con- be? the contraction would be a bit to make it into a snazzy phrase. Mexicranian. Um, Mexicranian, maybe. I, don't know. <laughs> um, I quite like that. Sounds uh, crazy. You know, we're going to get some goulash uh, with a taco um, in a wrap. I love yeah. it. I'm yeah. in. Um, Sign me up immediately. You know, and I, I think increasingly people are going to be trying out wacky versions of those sorts of things and incorporating elements from different stuff. So you end up with this super fusion stuff. And I think that's one set. And I think there will also be a splitting off where there'll be a, well, let's go back to basics and do the blandest, just mainstream, purest food possible. So you'll just like get what? English food. Oh, yeah. I know, we've been avoiding that because it's so boring. Which I <laughs> but, feel like uh... <laughs> would be one for you, Dan, because it's basically just beige. <laughs> Yeah, but it's not the right kind of beige for me. Like, what is that? Potatoes and, like, it's, it's, boiled it's, meat. It's mild cheddar, potatoes, yeah. Yorkshire puddings, yeah. Yeah. mash. Asha, I like all of this. I'm in. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, that's pretty good. Any other fusions? Any other fusions, Rich? What kind of fusion would you like to see? What about, like, a Bush Tucker trial type situation? Right. Like, because we need to start eating insects and shit don't <laughs> yeah, we yeah that's Let's true face it's good it. it's really good for the environment it's yeah so like <laughs> yeah. if we're gonna start doing that like the whole theater of a restaurant might become more like the uh, bush tucker trials in i'm a celebrity yeah so you know ball bags ball bags intestine yeah schlongs yeah um, <laughs> yeah you know <laughs> That kind of thing. I think people would go to that. I mean, you haven't described any of the theatre. You've just said the words ball bags what and schlongs and, and expected that, that to be enough. That is itself, isn't it? And at, well, uh, is it? Bring on the ball bag. Come and it, bring on the ball bags is something you would cry <laughs> as you entered this establishment. Waiter, fetch me a ball bag. Yeah. Two. Yeah, you wouldn't have a singular ball, would you? You'd have two. Yeah. In a no, you've got to make it a proper starter. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I think there's you could go a whole different way of this, which is you still have the different territories of the world, but you get increasingly amateur versions of the food. So essentially, it's like a sort of it's master chef, but the bar is low. And right. um, so you order a meal and basically they make you a kind of tapas of the same thing. They would equal a main dish, but it's three different people cook it, and there's different quality of, you know, kind of how good they are as a chef. Yeah. Um, so and that you've gives got you a variety guess. within the same thing. And yeah, you have to guess which chef it is, and, which then, chef did which. and then you can pay based on how good you thought each of them was. Right. And so, what, this restaurant always has to employ an equal number of shit chefs? No, it's like a master chef thing. So there's a quality barrier somewhere in that you have to pass an audition round. But right. then it's about how would you execute it, and oh, you you, you basically get to raise it on speed, damage, and aggression for the food. Oh yeah, yeah, that's good. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm in now. You hadn't sold me until you brought up the robot wars criteria, and now I am fully in. You, you know fully well there's literally nothing that can't be damaged on speed, uh, judged on speed, damage, and aggression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you what what would you like the highest level to be in your meal? Speed, damage, or aggression? Um. I think damage. <laughs> a high level of damage. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. What about, like, um, come dine with me? <laughs> I've run out of ideas Rich, you're just, you're just saying existing things. Bush Tucker trial, come dine with me. These are all existing properties. Doesn't right, answer I'm, the question. I'm, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to draw a line under it. I'm giving that one to Charlie. <laughs> It's been two weeks since I last saw you 
Of uh, Rich's horrendous butch sucker trial, um, you're probably going to have. Do you mean have... horrendous as in it was an awful suggestion? Um, both, both. It was, a, a, it was an awful suggestion, and it was probably fairly, you know, kind of uh, difficult to get through it in the restaurant. I mean, cool. no, nobody wants a slightly juicy ball bag um, that's tough on the outside and, and moist on the inside to munch through. So uh, you, you get that, uh, and then obviously you get very rude people in, in restaurants who didn't enjoy their meal or just generally kind of not civil to the waiting staff uh, how do you think we should deal with those read people in restaurants you know people who click their fingers at the uh, the waiting staff I mean we're not in France there's no need to be rude to the people there um, uh, <laughs> yeah you're totally right I mean in a way it's a good judge of character if someone is is clicks their fingers at a waiter they're a dickhead so you can not talk to them anymore it, it, exactly but I mean how should we deal with those should we employ some sort of technology to eject them from their seats should they have a financial penalty <coughs> I think they should immediately have to work the rest of the waiter's shift oh okay interesting so as soon as that happens they can be called up and then they're issued with a uniform and they have to continue the rest of the waiter's shift and then the waiter gets to continue whatever they were going to do <laughs> so like finish their meal they can like you know go home with their husband or wife they can do what they want amazing interesting so is it be like tag team yeah they just tag out yeah <laughs> They tag out of their life. And then for, if, for the, 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 if the waiter then somehow becomes Reed, then it can roll reverse yeah. again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it switches back, yeah. The waiter might get a taste for it. Yeah, he might be like, oh, I like that. But w- what's the judgment on what constitutes someone being rude? Is there a preset set of criteria or is it <laughs> no, just on the, the waiter's a... own whim? There's an independent adjudicator who sits on a very tall stool like a lifeguard or an umpire and um, blows a whistle whenever an infraction has occurred. So we're talking so like, restaurant Wimbledon. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, I, I think it's a, in football now they have the VAR, video assistant referee. Where Poor they, guy. Where, Poor gear. Yeah, that kind of thing I where basically the person who's kind of in charge can say, let's go to the video. So yes. like the waiter will like blow a whistle, put his hand up and make a let's go and look at the screen um, yeah. gesture. And then yeah. they'll play that back and see how rude it was. And yeah. um, and then like the maitre d' gets the final call. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Interesting. Maybe there's a small panel of judges in the corner as well. Maybe there's a, a jury of diners. A jury of their peers, yeah. <laughs> and they're all, they're all picked out like to be... <laughs> Depending on what they've chosen to eat, to be a, yeah. cr- a cross reference of the whole <laughs> yeah. restaurant. Yeah, like as soon as a, an infraction has been spotted, the whole restaurant process grinds to a halt, <laughs> and all the diners have to now become have to now become judges, <laughs> and, and a like mock trial happens. And it does this vary by type of restaurant? So that if you're in a French restaurant, it's okay because we're being rude to the French. But if it's Italian and you kind of waved your hands around some rest, uh, a waiter, that's okay because the Italians are very, you know, arm wavy in how they talk. I mean, <laughs> other, is there different, like a barrier depending on the cuisine? It accounts for cultural differences and mm. it only works when it's all confined within one culture. What? Okay, so, and who sets the barrier? Is that a kind of a, a UN of restaurants that, that does the international criteria? 
Yeah, there is a UN of restaurants. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going way <laughs> over my head with this. Yeah, there's an independent body um, who set the standard. Uh, but fucking couple of years down the line, people will want to Brexit their way out of it anyway. But right now, we want to keep that UN appointed restaurant council to standardise like the level of rudeness acceptable in a restaurant. Have you got an independent body? Hell yeah. (laughs) I was just going to say, like, it could be like Austin Powers of Dr. Evil and he pushes a button and they slide down into a shark tank with freaking laser beams on their head. Yeah. So just immediate execution. (laughs) Yeah, basically. I think, though, that the the theatre around the mock, around the trial, would be an extra element to the. to the dining experience that would be really good like I've come out for a meal and I've ended up swapping lives with someone for the evening I don't know it'd be fun I just think that you need to get as many many opinions as possible because being rude is just a opinion so you need to put it to the public vote yeah. as much as possible so maybe everyone's got like a, a I like iPad a pad in yeah. front of their meal sort of thing yeah. and then like it'll just you'll be eating your spaghetti or whatever and halfway up it'll say like oh um this guy in the corner just sort of shouted at a waitress is that on yeah. yes or no <laughs> yeah. um maybe a bit more context than i just gave and, and that would be good because if you were on a date and your date decided it was on then you would know quite quickly oh don't don't like this person I'm gonna call off my date a bit early yes it could have like extra yeah. benefits yeah but can you abstain so if you want to just have a nice meal in a restaurant <laughs> without getting involved in other people's conduct no, could you do that no you must you have to be involved so we're fundamentally changing the, di- the dining experience for all yeah, British people it, everywhere it makes it much more combative and like if you abstain you have to um, pay like an extra service charge because particularly yeah. in London where everyone hates getting involved in everybody else's business um, you know what? You're dragging people into something they don't want to be involved with. Yeah, you can pay a anonymous surcharge, which means that you don't have to be involved in anyone else's lives at all. Interesting. <laughs> Charlie, assign a winner. I'm, I'm going to give the points to you, Dan. Yay! My first points in about four episodes. I'll take it. Can I have a gigabyte of your sandwich? I've loaded to my stomach, if you please. Hot flannels and lemon wet wipes are two examples of post-dinner grooming (laughs) that I've experienced. Yeah. That's all I've experienced. What else could we do after dinner? What else would be legitimate? A hot flannel's lovely, isn't it? They're great. Is that your favourite, Rich? That's my favourite, yeah. I thought it would be, Like a lemon wet wipe's a bit like a slap in the face. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it really is. Um, A hot flannel's fantastic, but don't the hot flannels get cold immediately? Don't they? Yeah. They're like within seconds they're cold. Yeah. So I would suggest something hotter, like stick your head in the oven style hot <laughs> like yeah. a sauna almost like a going sauna. to the sauna they, how about right they bring round a little hand sized sauna and then you can put your little hands in there and relax like uh, like you would be in a sauna just your hands just your hands okay what about your head though because the flannel you can put on your oh, face head sauna yeah <laughs> just stick your head in there like a bag that goes over your torso yeah. basically 
and it's like all hot in there and of your torso yeah why is it for your torso as well now i don't know <laughs> well, to encapsulate hands and heads no uh, you, you, do you mean you put the I bag went full torso. you put the bag over your torso to keep it dry and the rest of you is plunged into a hot tub is that what you mean I, do. <laughs> I, I think you're going the wrong way, Dan, because you're trying to improve on something that, you know, rather than add to it. And I think we should actually look at other things. So you're full after a yeah. meal and you've been sitting down for a long time. Maybe we could have a gentle stomach and buttock massage. <laughs> <laughs> and who administers said massage? I don't know. A waiter? I mean, depends how well you tip. <laughs> That's a good stomach. And so, do you have to like lie on your front to go to? to no, get it's you place every chair in a restaurant with a reclining chair, okay. so you can lean back into it. There's at the end of the meal when they would come round and issue with the hot towel, or preferably at the same time, they would also clunk a lever on the side of your chair. You would then lean back, and they would give you a gentle start massage to help you digest. And then they'd flip you over. Then they'd flip you over and go, Sir, your buttocks seem a little numb. You've been sitting here for three hours. It was a seven-course meal. Uh, Perhaps we can help with that. I feel like they might have to put a hole in the bottom of the chair, because I think it could induce bowel movements. Well, either way, I mean, it's win-win for you. That buttock massage is only going to lead to one thing. (laughs) Relax, that the, that's the, ha- the happy ending of the buttock massage. Relax. <laughs> Relax. <He's> a- <laughs> I'm waiting for the day. Uh, it's, it's great, Charlie. I'd love it. I'd find it a little bit too intimate, <laughs> perhaps. I don't know if I want some waiter coming over and rubbing my tummy. They've just served you a meal. I mean, how much more intimate can they get? What about like, your hipsters these days have got a big beard. They're getting a lot of feed in there, so you could be having some sort of like shave. Mm. I, I think uh, maybe like a little combing service. They come around with a mini comb yeah. and they go and they comb all the food out of your hair and your beard. And they give you have a little vacuum and just vacuum your top, make sure there's no crumbs in your lap. Oh, like a handheld vacuum yeah. for your beard. They get like a um, that's good. Yeah, like a little handheld vacuum and a little comb, and they come around and just make sure that you look spick and spam and you leave. How's that powered? <laughs> that's I an mean, obvious question batteries. to ask. I mean, the other way I mean, to do it is to you get up and you try and leave the restaurant, <laughs> <laughs> but you you really walk through one of those um, Centre Park style hand like person dryers. And it just yeah. Blows all yeah, but big... Charlie, how's that powered? Electricity. <laughs> how's it going to be powered? That's my main concern. Why, why are you asking me these questions? <laughs> I don't know. It's Rich just seems to really care about it. Rich doesn't always have the big picture in mind. Well, it might be powered by the feces of the, um, the buttock, buttock massage. massage happy endings. <laughs> I mean, if that's goes, what you want to do, it. But it I mean, then there's a the whole wheel. question of is it a biomass generator or is it just like some sort of gravity fed, uh, you know, kinetic generator? Took every ounce of my being not to say feces. Then, that's what I you always say fishies. As that's not a word, I mean that's probably quite good. <laughs> You've sort of always done that, haven't you, Rich? Have you have you done that on the podcast before? I yes, he has. I think so. Yeah. That, yeah. Why do you weirdly do the word feces has turned up far too often on this podcast? Has it? Yes. Okay. There's an entire well, episode where Rich talks about feces. Okay, that basically just shows our level, I suppose, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it, we haven't improved over time. We're, we're basically like the opposite of a fine wine. <laughs> that is a really good slogan. <laughs> so what have I got to choose between now? I've got a beard hoover and Dan's and idea what did I was... Say? I can't remember. I think I said something right at the start. Oh, sauna. Yeah, yeah, sauna. Yeah, beard hoover. I like it. 
May wins. All right. How's that powered? (laughs) (laughs) How's it powered? That's your classic catchphrase. Yes, I got a computer and a laptop too. Yes, I got a tablet and a mobile I can use. No, I'm getting quite bored now when I go online. So I think it's time to listen to Flat 29. So an awkward part of going for a restaurant is at the end when you want to split the bill. Some people want to pay for their own individual items. Uh, Other people are happy to just sort of do a fraction based on how many people are there. Uh, But I wonder if we can think of any other ways to split the bill between uh, people to make sure that everyone feels uh, like they've got a good deal. Because sometimes when you go in and, and you split the bill evenly, you think, oh, I should have had more stuff, right? I only had one drink. And if I'd known we were doing it evenly, Evenly, I would have had three. So, yeah, what do you think? What would be a good way to split the bill? Well, I think first off, we need to probably question the fact that you said going for a restaurant. <laughs> That's what I call it, Charlie. Would you like to go for a restaurant? Um, I, I think we could do a roulette-powered thing. Yeah. Um, that could be fun. Um, what, so, like, you each take a ticket and then choose a number, and then at the end, the person who loses has to pay the whole bill? Uh, not necessarily. I mean, you spin it round and everyone has a number and it kind of just assigns a random value. So you could have to pay two people's meals or you could just have to pay yours or you could have to pay half a person's meal. It adds Charlie, a really pleasingly random element into how much you'd have to pay. So you might as well just go all out. Let me, quick question though. How's that powered? Um, <laughs> it's the belches <laughs> of the people who've had um, some very fizzy beer. Is it hand powered like a Tom Baylor? <laughs> yeah, it's cranked. You crank up your, crank up your roulette wheel. <laughs> carrying on from the theme we had earlier um, of like a kind of judiciary system um, yeah I'm all for (laughs) levels of bureaucracy (laughs) added into the dining experience before you go on your meal you have to sign up to some kind of prenuptial agreement style (laughs) agreement um, where you decide exactly who's going to eat what and who's going to pay and then like there's someone needs to adjudicate it like afterwards if someone like suddenly goes let's split it in half so you would go I pledge to only have two beers and if (laughs) Rich uh, calls for a round of shots later I will definitely abstain yeah Yeah? and you sign you sign that what about if you had a food fight oh god I mean does that happen often to you in a restaurant? Well, it, it might do now. You know, at, or at least like a breadstick fight, so nothing to get you too messy. But you, you it's take like the, um, you know, the the, the, the starter of the or the the um, appetizer of the bread rolls or the breadsticks, and um, it's basically who manages to not get hit with those in. Uh, not bread in your restaurant, Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just pointing it out. I've I mean, got do, an idea. Do you not go to those sorts of restaurants where you get some bread? <laughs> yeah. It's the bare minimum I require. Sort of bakery. <laughs> All the poppers. I mean, I don't the know. Thing just is, pick something. Anywhere can be a restaurant if you try hard enough, can't it? I call going and just buying a, um, you know, a, a sandwich from Asda and then sitting on the floor in the car park. That's a restaurant to me. <laughs> I mean, but, but pretty much any meal that you have, there will be some sort of carb-based starter that you can throw at each other, or at least a side dish. <laughs> that is a big claim. Okay, well, name me a thing where that's not the case. Okay, now I'll take it. So, Charlie, what's What's your idea? 
what's your idea? Have a food fight with some sort of card-based <laughs> yeah. side dish or starter, and, and, and that helps the payment process. Yes, because... the, the loser has to, or yeah, the, the loser oh, has to it's pay. It's like a competitive. I see. Yes, I'm yeah, with yeah. you. It's like sports. Yeah, no, no, there's a competitive element to this. Okay. What about bingo? Everyone yeah. before they go in, everyone has a card where they can write down three ingredients that they <laughs> they might expect to find in the resultant meal. And if the person that gets the most Yeah. Um yeah, wins doesn't uh, win I, I think it, I'm it, should be, it should be phrases somebody at the meal might say. Yeah, it could be that. Yeah. And you anonymously do it, like as a blind yeah. trial. And everyone submits them from the guest list, and then uh, you have to get <laughs> guest as, list. That, Most a, of my meals have a guest list. Well, you know who you're going for a meal yeah. with, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, then it's whoever gets bingo. Yeah, nice. That's another idea. All right. I like. I take it. I like bingo. Go on, Rich. You can have bingo. Have Come a point. on. Come on. Come on. Why are you giving Rich a point? It's just nice, isn't it? Just for, yeah. This is just nice, isn't it? It's just nice. <laughs> Fine. Okay. <laughs> Talking about a subject, going off topic a bit. Charlie faked a cake on the making, Dan and Rich ate it. So I'm at a restaurant and I yeah. had dietary requirements. What dietary requirements? I, just uh, any dietary right. requirements. <laughs> yeah. How do we deal with that? What's the best way to do that? Do I? How do I announce that to the waiting staff? Do I only pick the one item on the menu that I can have, or do I make a fuss um, that would be, oh? Uh, I'd really love to have this, but could you just take out all of the ingredients so that I can eat it? Um, yeah, I you think... basically go, excuse me, I, I only eat things that are green. Would you mind removing any other coloured items? But is that acceptable? I mean, because you kind of feel like a bit of a dick, or you should do. You know, in, the, in this modern age, as people become ever more fussy about how whether yeah. tolerant of gluten or, you know, something else that's not really a thing. Um, you know, kind of, how do we... Should restaurants have to put up with that? I think to make to make things a <laughs> but, bit more ambiguous, but for the sake of um, not having to be all like arsy about everything, it should be that you have to dress up as your dietary requirement. Yeah. So, so like, if you're a pescatarian, so, you come in dressed yeah. as like a mirror man or a mirror man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, I love it. Love and it's it. like <laughs> no one raises any eyebrows. We, they, no, everyone's like, briefed beforehand. Like, yeah, if you yeah. come in like that, you know, yeah. that's that's the deal. Okay. And then you know, if you come in dressed as an almond, um, then you. <laughs> Then you do you want nuts or you don't? You do or you don't? I can't tell. This is why no, it's I ambiguous and not perfect and that could result in death. But. Okay. So, <laughs> because the pescatarian dresses half fish, you imagine you dress as things you do want to eat. So if you are, if you do eat meat, you should be forced to dress half sausage at least at least half okay so if, if you're I quite like the merman situation i like the idea of a merman but the bottom half is a sausage so if, if you're a celiac or you have crohn's disease and you genuinely have a gluten intolerance you dress yeah. up as gluten but what about if you're one of these people who avoids gluten because you feel slightly bloated well no you don't dress up as gluten because you dress up as the thing that you do want <laughs> But that, that, that right, limits you to only one thing, that, surely. Or do you just have a meal? A so do you just have <laughs> yeah, no, a fry up if you're going for breakfast? I mean, this what? Is, yeah. This is, <laughs> I think he just has to dress as the thing you want. So if you're going in and you really want a lasagna, you have to, like, construct an elaborate lasagna so, merman So why costume. as a pescatarian do you dress up half a, as half a fish? Is that because you kind of... <laughs> 
you want some fish. Why have you got to be a lasagna murmur? If you want a lasagna. Let's say you want a fish lasagna. A salmon lasagna. No, I'm using the term merman to describe a human at the top, something else at the bottom, right? (laughs) (laughs) It's a generic term, merman. So, a lasagna merman. The top half is lasagna. I don't think there's a generic merman term that covers. Let's imagine a a lasagna at the top and a fish tail. Well, that's if you want a fish lasagna. That's what you can do. So there's two possible options you can have because you could have your top half as the um, your top half as a fish and your bottom half as like a, a sorbet for pudding. <laughs> good, good costume. So does that mean if you kind of you, you want a starter as well, you wear a particularly fancy hat? Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. <laughs> okay. I love the dress as your meal idea. I'd be all up for that. Do you think it would stop people having like, it's like, oh, I really want spaghetti, but that is going to be a pain <laughs> to put together. I think it probably for the dietary requirements, maybe it'd be better to dress as what you don't want. <laughs> yeah. It'd be a bit more so, explicit. Than so, so, there's probably the less things that you don't want than the things that you do want. But I, I mean, know. how would you dress and as the, nuts? Isn't that going to be quite yeah, tricky? Well, I'm just imagining the scene. Well, <laughs> While that does seem plausible, Rich, imagine a guy comes into a restaurant dressed as a massive peanut, and then you give him a meal with some peanuts. He's like, um, what do you think you're doing? <laughs> you're dressed as an actual peanut. <laughs> I'm dressed as this because I don't want it in my food. <laughs> All of this was just to avoid the arsey bit where you have to go, actually, I've got a peanut allergy, so uh, is there any peanuts costume? in this? <laughs> All I'd say is that whatever costume idea is involved, I think it should definitely be half because I love the idea of being a lasagna merman. <laughs> but which half is which half which is lasagna half? and which half? I think is... your choice. Your choice. You're saying so you're either you want... half fish, half lasagna, or you're half lasagna, half man. Yeah. So you could decide either to have your legs replaced by lasagna. Or you could have your top half replaced by lasagna and just have human legs. So that would make, that would make you a lasagna man, surely, or you'd be a mer- <laughs> or you'd be a mer- lasagna, lasagna man. Lasagna man. <laughs> just as a quick aside question, Lamania. if you had to have one half of your body replaced with lasagna, which half would it be? Bottom half. What? So you'd have to like slither around like a lasagna slug, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> leaving a little trail of uh, white sauce. <laughs> a bechamel trail. Yeah, a bechamel trail. That's the name of my album. Yeah, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what's, what's the sound of the album? Is it like a sort of sound? It's country, thing of just country and western. Sounds of cooking. It's like Brian Eno. Uh, yeah. Okay, mate. We got about a minute left, or may say. Um, Can we? Uh, who came up with the idea of, of dressing up? Me. I feel like it was me. I mean, you came up with the, I came up with the dressing as your allergies, but I think you came up with, with that, Rich. So I'm going to give you the point. Yes, come on. <laughs> right. 
Right, this is going to have to be quite quick fire. So, guys, sushi on the conveyor belt is an interesting combination of food and a method of transport. Do you have <laughs> any... sounds I- like an essay question. I genuinely <laughs> thought Rich was going to be sushi, so who? In, in 1,500 words, describe... <laughs> 1,500 words. Could you give me another idea where we could bosh these two things together in a kind of unnatural union? In an unnatural union. Okay, um, runaway minecart ice cream. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Yeah, you get all the fun of a m- runaway minecart with some ice cream. It's like a ride. Yeah, like a run ride. away from your problems as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've all got them. Mo, enter I'm the fray. Crash Bandicoot crepe. Is the Crash Bandicoot the method of transport? No, so but you you basically run like Crash Bandicoot down the trail, and then there's crepe. What trail? <laughs> you just run along eating crepe. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. <laughs> it replaces the crepes. It's just a crepe. That's crepe. Okay. Um, well, and the time right. is about to go, so I need to attribute a winner to this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give that one to Dan. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> a means I should listen to Rich's questions, and B means we now need something to sort out because we're currently at a draw. Oh, we? Oh, no. Yeah. Is it a finished. three-way tie? It's a three-way tie. You're Holy shit. Has that ever happened Yes, before? it has, and we normally have a tiebreaker. Oh, oh, oh no. no. We haven't got Goodness. a tiebreaker. Well, the good thing is... We had one planned, so there won't be any reason to edit out a 20-minute segment whereby we come up with a tiebreaker. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Luckily, we prepare for this every single time, so it's easy to go straight into it. And luckily, Charlie's the man with the plan. Hit us with that tiebreaker. So, the tiebreaker should be... Um, I mean, he's taken a really long time considering he's rehearsed this beforehand and knows exactly what he's going right. to say. You're right, I'm just trying to find my notes about it, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> he's just, like, warming up for it. Uh, top two traits in a waiter or waitress. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and how, what, how, do we, how does that result in a winner? <laughs> Let's not worry about that. <laughs> okay, all right. It's I, completely arbitrary. That's, not... That's normally the sole worry of a tiebreaker. Is, How about is what... top two attributes we think we have to be a waiter, and then the best waiter wins? Fine. <laughs> I don't okay. like this. As a waiter, I would provide an excellent masseuse service. After a meal, I will rub you down from head to toe until you have done whatever you need to do to feel comfortable after your meal. <laughs> Yeah. That's my first trait. <laughs> Rich? I um, My trait is I'll give you all the emotional support that you need after your meal. <laughs> right. So if you feel like you just need a hug or someone to talk to or you need to vent your frustration. <laughs> oh, that was such a frustrating was... lasagna. <laughs> exactly. Then that would be my trait. Charlie? I would say my years of fencing training make me an excellent waiter because I'm light on my feet and have the quickness to serve dishes at lightning speed and clear away those empty dishes without even noticing. Because have you actually done fencing training? Yeah, I went to school. <laughs> you went to oh God. you went to a particular kind of school, yeah, <laughs> where you have fencing. <laughs> yeah, I was in the team. Bloody hell! Two words I attribute to fencing: on guard. <laughs> well, that's, that's that's already two yeah. words. But another one, touche. <laughs> not one of them. Also but go two on. words. <laughs> so four words. <laughs> it's not. 
<laughs> no, me. no, it's one word. Any other fencing words? Foil. You have a foil. Repost. That's the name of a sword. We have epee, foil, and saber. Three main fencing swords. Holy shit! He, this what guy does fencing. What about the beekeeper uniform? Yeah, what about that? It's a fencing uniform, mate. He probably does have a name. I forget. It's a long time ago. Have you ever accidentally killed anyone? Uh, no. Okay. So, Ian's <laughs> a tiebreaker. Oh no! What rich fear does come true? It would be unclear who the winner was. <laughs> We've only got one trait each, but you sure? Um, I don't think I've got another tray in me. I think I'm out. I'm spent. I feel like we've learnt something new about Charlie. Yeah, he did fencing, and I think that's valuable enough as it is. Cool. So let's give me the point, and then I win. <laughs> yeah. Let's say. No, okay, no, I've just won. You've just given up. So it's me. <laughs> let's say three <laughs> points to me. Right. Job so, done. So what it takes. Let's say Charlie wins, but at any point. We, or any of the listeners, can challenge him for that victory to a game of fencing. Okay. Do you call it a game of fencing? No. Okay. All right, whatever <laughs> yeah. it's called then. Touché! On guard! Ready. Foil! Etc. <laughs> it's been probably about 20 years, but sure. So, what an, what an unsatisfying conclusion to an otherwise very satisfying podcast. I don't know. I feel like I won. It feels <laughs> that, quite satisfying. That, that draws... <laughs> to proceedings to a close so I guess Charlie what does he win well the real loser here is Rich who is going to have to get on Amazon furiously searching for <laughs> some kind of salt and pepper dispensing remote control devices so good luck with that the thing is after a long day of fencing the last thing you want to do is yeah. be hand cranking <laughs> yeah, you're out absolutely your, uh, right. your crew it. You're absolutely right. this, if anyone needs this it's Charlie with his illustrious fencing career yeah. so Anyway, we've all learned a lot today, so let's finish by uh, saying touche, touche on guard to all of you out there. On guard, on guard, Rich, on guard, Charlie. Carry <laughs> repost, whatever. Touche, Dad. Touche, And we'll Charlie. see you next time. On guard. Bye. Touche. Flat twenty nines, big book of everything. Another topic down, a millions to go. Enormous detail There's nothing else you could possibly want to know Chapter 66 Restaurants 66. Restaurants The World Wide Web He's always in a restaurant <laughs> Restaurant Restaurant So why do you want all of that over here? There's a takeaway place just over there Hey yo, don't be late I want some food on my plate. <laughs> Give me a starter and a paratif. I will eat them with my teeth. Eat them up, put them in my tum. Then I'll have some chewing gum. <laughs> Classic. Right, anyway, shall we do a podcast? After dinner, mint, you'll be lucky. I'll be playing with my rubber ducky. <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm going to have a bath right after I'm done. That sounds like a load of fun. <laughs> okay, when you have to explain the last line in the next line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have to have an overlap line. <laughs> like, I just said that because of the rhyme. I have to explain it a second time. <laughs>